Do you feel as if you should be doing more and showing up more during the COVID-19 pandemic? You are not alone. Millions of leaders are currently experiencing the same pressure. But what if you're the one creating this pressure? What if you're reacting from a false sense of urgency that is leading you to show up in irresponsible ways as a leader? In this episode, I share my personal beliefs around what's taking place in our world, how you might be continuing to feed the patriarchal machine through your actions right now, why COVID-19 is a call to dive deep into our inner work, why our population is highly impressionable right now, why this is a time for you to focus on creating safety within yourself by learning to trust yourself. How to embody feminine energy and contribute to a global shift into an era of matriarchy. Why many leaders have opted to spiritually bypass their internal responsibilities in exchange for self-serving actions packaged as global contributions. And five steps to help you shift from reactive leadership to responsible leadership. My advice to you when you listen to this episode, take what resonates and let go of the rest. I'm not here to persuade you on my beliefs. In fact, I am here to encourage you to trust yourself. And if you have a question about this episode, you want to share your number one takeaway, please shoot me a text, 1-781-336-0160. Just remember to quote the episode number, which is episode 172. If you want to receive weekly leadership advice and inspiration, join my email community, rubyframon.com forward slash subscribe. And whether you are a new thought leader or a loyal thought leader, please make sure you download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. Help me get this message out to more people. Now it is time to understand why we're feeling pressured to lead during the COVID-19 pandemic. Welcome to today's Thought Leader, where I'm challenging you to rise up, speak up, and create a movement. I'm your host, Ruby Fremont, and I'm here as a catalyst for you, the new generation of thought leaders. I'm a kick-ass life coach, a bullshit detector, and courageous communicator. I'll show you how to gain visibility, build a cult following, and create impact while increasing your income. Join me every week as I dive into raw and real conversations that will help you amplify your presence, influence, and impact. It's time to unapologetically do what you're here to do and do it your way. So get ready, thought leaders, and let's make shit happen. Hey, thought leaders, and welcome to another edition of today's Thought Leader. So I am going to start off by saying uh, I am a little less prepared for this episode um, in terms of notes, I'm going to free flow a lot of it. Um, and I've been feeling a lot right now, as I'm sure you have too. But first, let's address the elephant in the room. We are in the midst of a global pandemic, one that we have not seen since the Spanish flu. We have not seen anything like this since. 1918. And our generation is facing the greatest chapter of uncertainty in our lives. 
So this is where we're at as a global collective. I'm sure, just like me, you're feeling a lot right now. And I want to let you know that everything that you're feeling is okay. There's a lot of shit being passed around on social media um, that I believe is causing people to feel ashamed for feeling fear. Now, let's be super clear about fear. Fear is a natural, innate feeling. We are born with the ability to feel fear. Fear is actually our system, our nervous system's way to understand when we are in quote unquote danger. Our minds translate an uncertainty to danger. Because uncertainty means we are uncertain of the outcome. We don't know what's going to happen. So that is an, an automatic translation to fear. This is scary. We don't know what's going to happen. This is out of the norm. And that triggers the response of fear. So it's okay to feel fear right now. I think those who are urging you to, to not feel fear or telling you even that fear is, uh, I've been hearing this a lot. And actually I'm, uh, to be honest, super disappointed in some of the leaders have been sharing the shit, but people saying that the biggest virus here is fear. Now, let me, uh, let's dive deeper into fear, actually. So fear is okay. In my opinion, fear is okay. What you do from that place of fear, that's what matters. Because when you feel fear, you can react or you can respond to it. And this is what makes all the difference. But the only way that you can shift from a reaction, which can actually lead you further into a state of fear, which is going to be detrimental to your nervous system and to your health and to your mental well-being, the way to shift from reaction to, to, to responding is by really acknowledging the fear that you're feeling. I think everyone's in such a rush to take action that they're not, especially right now, that they're not really fully allowing themselves to feel what's happening, to feel what uh, the emotions that are coming up. And so I invite you to feel that, to acknowledge the fear, to be with it. And then from that place of, of sheer observation, you can then respond to it versus react. And when you respond, that's you taking conscious action moving forward versus a reaction, which is an unconscious action. That's you letting the fear lead the way. So now that I've said that, I just wanted to get that out of the way and clear the air, air because I've been hearing so much about this and it's really just frankly pissing me off. Um, so let me go into a funny story now. I actually was recording a podcast yesterday, which is supposed to be this podcast that you're hearing right now with my dear, dear friend and soul sister, Natalie Miles. Um, her Instagram is at Natalie, no, at I am Natalie Miles. I highly recommend you follow her. She does a lot of energetic channeling. Um, she's the most gifted intuitive I've ever met. Um, and her messaging is super spot on. She also has a podcast called So You Think You're Intuitive. Highly recommend listening to that. 
Um, but me and her recorded a whole podcast yesterday on this topic, um, or so I thought. Uh, and in that episode, we were talking about what we're, we've both been feeling, um, the energies that we've both, both been feeling through this and how there is an, a, an energy of pausing, an energy of reflection, an energy of diving deep within and, and not being online so much and not showing up for everyone, but instead showing up for ourselves. And what was funny is, so I thought I was recording this episode and at the end, I realized, oh shit, I didn't hit record. And I realized that was another nudge from the universe to, to say, hey, um, you don't need to be doing so much right now. So that happened, which leads me here today to recording the solo episode. Not because I feel like I have to. I mean, yes, there I needed to record an episode for this week, but because I really feel so deeply called to share my reading on what is happening in this world and my thoughts on on it because there is a lot of stuff being passed around on social media and I'm not here to say I'm right first of all I'm I'm not saying I'm right these are simply my opinions just like everyone else who's dishing out their thoughts on this those are their opinions you get to use your discernment in regards to what you choose to believe and what you choose to let go of okay so I share that with you for this episode too Okay, because you can take what resonates and leave out the rest, or if nothing resonates, leave it all out, right? So COVID, um, a really interesting time. It feels as if our whole world has paused, not because it's it, we want to, but because we need to, we have to in order to slow this pandemic and slow the spread of this virus. Businesses all over the world are shut down. Shipping, distribution, production is shut down. Um, we have a shortage of medical supplies. We, people are losing their jobs. People are struggling to put food on their tables. People are getting sick. People are dying. And the numbers are in the hundreds every single day. And it is a scary time. And just like any moment in time, yes, there is opportunity. Um, and I know you've probably been seeing this online too. A lot of people saying, this is a great time. This is an opportunity. This is this. And I believe that. And yes, I, I believe that. This is a, a time for opportunity. And I believe that there is a way to be socially responsible in the way in which you share that. Because people are dying. People are getting sick. Families are struggling. People are struggling. And so to yell from the roof, rooftops, there's opportunity everywhere. You're just not seeing it. Like that's shaming people to, in regards to what they're actually really feeling and experiencing. I'm seeing a, an influx of spiritual bypassing, like so intense that I am being, I am taking myself online, offline every day at a certain point in the day because I've just had enough. I understand 
the spiritual reality that we live in, the 5D reality, that there's a greater purpose, that some, there's something greater at force. I get that. And we live in a 3D world. We live in a three-dimensional world. We have physical 3D bodies. We are here. So to speak only in terms of the 5D, only in terms of the ascension, only in terms of all of this spiritual, self-actualized bullshit <laughs> right now, this is not doing our society a favor. I understand that people want to inspire and motivate people and encourage people. And I believe in that. Trust me. I want to help you find joy in every single moment during this time, especially. And I also want to acknowledge what you may be feeling and experiencing at this time. There is definitely a call for leaders to rise up right now. And I know you've probably felt this. Everyone that I talk to from the leaders in the Thought Leader Collective um, to my one-on-one -on -one clients to the leaders in my online community, everyone has been talking to me about feeling this call, this they're yearning to do more, to do greater, to show up in bigger ways, to create offers, to serve. Everyone's been feeling this and I have too. Okay, I'm not immune to this. I've been feeling this too. Because quite frankly, it's hard to just sit back and watch the suffering in our planet. And to be honest, this is really a frontal lobe reaction. I shared this on Facebook yesterday. I, this is a frontal lobe reaction. Our frontal lobe is, is responsible for problem solving. When we see a problem, we want to solve it which is why we as human beings are always so drawn to fixing things, to solving things. But let me invite you to consider this. What if there's nothing that needs to be fixed in this moment? Think about that. What if there's nothing to be fixed? And that by creating these offers by pressuring yourself to serve more, to do greater, to be more, to do more, you're actually bypassing the real invitation here. And that real invitation is to be in the uncertainty. Because that's hard. It's tough to be in the uncertainty. It's tough to be in the unknowingness of everything. It's tough to sit back and focus on self when you really, truly love to serve. But for many of us in these positions of, of servitude and in these positions of leadership, a lot of times, and I, again, I'm not immune to this, we we serve because it feels good because it it helps us relieve the pain that we might be experiencing within you know i shared on facebook the other day um a question i said or i said share one major insight you've learned about yourself during this time of quarantine and the thread went crazy and it was really cool to just read what everyone had been um, experiencing and learning about themselves. And then one woman shared, 
um, I learned that the quickest way to ease my anxiety is to serve other people. Now, you might be listening to that and, say, and saying to yourself, yeah, that's beautiful. I feel the same way. But I urge you to think otherwise. My instant reaction was a gut wrench. Like, oh, like she is clearly bypassing the work that she needs to do around her anxiety. Serving other people can be a band-aid for your own problems. And this is what I'm seeing. Um, I don't talk about this much uh, because I, you know, I'm not here to to claim titles or or anything, but I am very psychic. I do feel a lot. I get visions, I get messages, I, I and everything has intensified during this pandemic, which is why I've been slowing down and, and taking time offline and just being with myself. And the messages that I keep getting are helping me lift the veil when I look at other leaders and the way in which they're showing up. You know, I'm part of a few groups right now that have come together, groups of leaders to really support one another and support the world right now. And I am exiting several of those groups this week because all I see is bypassing. I see people bypassing the inner work that they need to do on themselves and simply using this opportunity to serve more, to do more as a Band-Aid. And they're not seeing it. And maybe this is you. And honestly, this was me. Uh, maybe you were on my New World training call a week ago. If you weren't, I hosted a free training call for all these leaders who felt the call to rise up right now. And I did so from just this place of abundance. Like I really want to share and I really want to support people right now. And I did this call and I organized it and I announced it. And less than 24 hours later, I had over 80 people registered. I was blown away. I'd never had a response like that before. And so my entrepreneurial brain kicked in, especially because we're seeing a lot of posts online telling people, talking about the opportunity, right? So we feel pressured to use this time as an opportunity um, just an FYI, your unconscious brain is constantly inputting <clears throat> information from your scrolling. And so I, I am not immune to that. I was, I was inputting information um, that was speaking to using this time as an opportunity. And so I started to create, map out a membership that I want to create for the new world leaders um, because I saw that there was an interest. I want to seize the opportunity. I created the outline and then I was going to invite people at the end of that training. And then I, the whole time I was actually really resistant to creating the offer. I was feeling like something was off. This doesn't feel right. Whereas when I was outlining the training, the free training call, it felt so good. I was in flow. And so I called Natalie and I'd shown her a screenshot of what I'd created. And I was like, what do you think? And she's like, Ruby, let me ask you something. Your guides are asking me to ask you. Does this feel like something you really, truly want to do right now? Or does this feel like something you should do? And that was the gut punch I needed. 
because I knew right away this felt like something I should be doing. I don't really want to do this right now. I intentionally created space in my schedule for 2020. I didn't know why I needed it, but I knew I needed it. I intentionally took on only so many clients so I could spend this year deepening my self-care, continuing the deep work that I, I began last year in, in the Amazon jungle and through my medicine journey and to write my book and to just be with myself. And here I was trying to fill that space because I felt like I should be doing something because I see all these other leaders online doing things like this. What I'm seeing and feeling beneath a veil is that many of these leaders are feeling the should, the pressure to show up, the pressure to do more, to be more. But they're wrapping that pressure up in a nice little bow and creating a beautiful offer that ultimately makes them feel good so that they can feel as if they are serving and doing what they need to do, what they should be doing. And again, maybe that's you. Maybe you've been feeling that pressure and no shame in it. Just acknowledge it. Just like I acknowledged it. And then I quickly removed the, the idea of doing a membership. And I'll probably do another free training call. I'll probably do two, maybe two more I'm feeling like are coming up. Um, so this isn't what I'm feeling and, and the messages that I've been receiving is that this is a time for us to pause. This is a time for us to rise by rising within ourselves. Now, this doesn't mean you just stop your businesses and stop your movements and stop what you're doing. No, no, no. You continue all of that and you deepen your self-care. You deepen your inner work. You deepen the spaciousness that your body, that your mind, that your soul, that your spirit needs right now. I mean, you have to think of it this way. What do you feel would be harder? What, what do you feel would be the tougher thing to do? Would the tougher thing to do right now in the middle of this pandemic be pressure yourself to create an offer, launch the offer, serve more, show up more, do more, do more daily lives, videos, et cetera? Would that be tougher or would it be more tough to go offline completely. Think about that. We're feeling so much pressure right now to show up. But what we really need is to slow down and show up for ourselves. I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. The quickest way to shift our collective is if each and every single person were to devote themselves to their own inner work. If every single human being on this planet deepened their self-care, deepened their inner work, took the time to face their shadows, to be with what's coming up, to be with the uncertainty and, and then whatever comes up from it, to be with what's triggering them, to be with their emotions and feelings and to work through that our world would automatically be a better place because it's filled with better people. 
as a leader, you get to model that for our collective right now. It is so important. It is so needed. And again, I'm not saying stop your business and stop your offer, stop any of that. In fact, I'm going to offer you five steps to responsible leadership that if you were to follow these five steps, you'll know exactly what offers are aligned with responsible leadership right now and what offers are not. The reason we feel this surge of creativity, a lot of people are saying, we have, I'm feeling more creative right now. I'm feeling like I'm tapped into the flow. I'm, I'm, I just want to create, and that's great. You, you want to know why we're feeling a surge of creativity right now? Because the world has paused. Creativity needs room to breathe. It needs space to breathe. That's why you get your most creative ideas when you're just driving, thinking about nothing, or in the shower, because you have nothing else bombarding you. Right now, a lot of things have been shut down so that there's more space. This is why we're feeling the urge to create. But I'll ask you this question. What, would, what feels more tough right now? To create and then create an offer out of that creation? <laughs> or to create just for the sake of, of for the love of creation? One more thought that I want to share before we go into the five steps to responsible leadership, and that is the masculine versus feminine energy. You've heard a lot that we've been living in the, uh, an era of patriarchy. We've been living under masculine energies up until, you know, the last few years when things have started to shift. We've been living in a world that abides by masculine energy, patriarchy. And you're not immune to this. I'm not immune to this. Our entire system is built around this. And by system, I also mean our internal systems. And we've seen in the last few years, especially with the rise of the Me Too movement, how things are starting to shift. The feminine energy is starting to rise. We're also seeing the need for it, for feminine energy. COVID. 19 is, is part of that opening into matriarchy. It's part of that opening into the feminine energy. And I want you to really take that in because I'm sure, you know, some of you listening might have already been feeling that. And it's, uh, you can see it, you can feel it by the pause. You know, masculine energy is very go, go, go. Feminine energy is very flow. And in order to flow, you need to pause. And so we've literally been given this gift of a pause. And yet here we are using our habitual masculine energy ways to fill that pause, still feeding the cog, still doing, 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 versus just being with a creativity, being with ourselves, being with this energy being in this womb. If you really want to see our collective shift into an era of matriarchy and shift into an era where we really start leading with feminine energy, then you need to embody that first. And that means embracing the spaciousness. That means being 
with it all. That means not trying to fill the space. And that's the hard part because all of this has become ingrained in you. Again, like it's in, it, it's in our systems and our government systems. It's also in our internal systems. So the way in which you react to things is very masculine energy driven. So this is an opportunity for you to shift that, to shift the way in which you react things, to things and instead respond to things. To shift from filling things, filling space, to being in the space. To shift from doing to just creating and being in that creation. To being in your own womb. This is that time. And again, I'm not saying stop your businesses, stop your movement, stop speaking up, stop showing up. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying keep doing that and dive deeper into yourself than you ever have before. Give yourself more space than you've ever given yourself before. Go offline more. Don't get caught up in what everyone else is doing. And instead, really take this time to become aligned with your values, your morals, your ethics, what truly feels right for you. Don't give in to this false urgency to do more, to show up more. And consider this, that what you're doing is enough. So with that, actually, one more thing I want to share. See, this is what happens when I free flow. Um, one more thing I want to share before I step into the five steps to responsible leadership. Um, so Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you might be familiar of this. What's interesting is in one of these groups that I'm in on Facebook, there's this whole thread on this and a lot of people who are very much in the spiritual space um, claim that this is an you know, an, an old way of looking at our human needs. And I don't actually, I don't believe that. I believe that people want to consider it, the uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, to be an old paradigm because they're stuck in the self-righteousness of spirituality. So that's just my little mini rant. Um, now, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the two basic foundational needs that we have as human beings. So for those of you who are familiar with it, you know, it's a pyramid. And at the bottom, we have our basic, basic human needs. And at the top is self-actualized needs. So for those of you who don't know it, go Google it after this and just take a peek. But their two basic needs are our physiological needs and our safety needs. And right now, I want you to consider this. I want you to consider the fact that this pandemic has ripped away our physiological and our, and our safety needs. People are struggling with their health. People are struggling to keep a roof over their heads, to keep food on the tables. Um, there's not enough resources. All of these things are our physiological and safety needs. This is why people are feeling unsafe. They're not feeling secure. They're feeling the lack of safety. And so human beings right now at this moment in time are highly impressionable, me included. This isn't, I'm not talking about just other people. I'm talking about even the leaders. Everyone is highly impressionable right now because 
our two basic human needs are being challenged at this moment in time. Now, it doesn't matter how far along you are in your spiritual journey. There, these needs are being challenged. And I share that because of that thread that I'm speaking of online. And because a lot of people were saying, I don't feel this and, you know, some other 5D bullshit. And it's like, well, you don't feel it because you're bypassing what you're feeling and instead just showing up to serve others and to do more and to be more. And you're not letting yourself actually feel what's actually happening. And so you're sticking a bandaid on top of what you're actually feeling. So with that being said, there's, we're highly impressionable, which means there's a greater call for responsible leadership. We need to understand that we as a collective are highly impressionable right now. We're feeling more. The empaths feel more empathic. Those who didn't consider themselves empaths are feeling more. We are feeling more as a collective. And we are latching on to anything that helps us feel safe and secure. The super spiritual leaders as well. They may not see this, but they are latching on to it. For example, by congregating only with the super spiritual people who agree with their beliefs. When you surround yourself with people who only agree with your beliefs, that is a sense of safety. I do this too. You know, there's certain people that I talk to right now during this time because we are all of the same mindset. That creates a sense of safety and security. So we're all doing this. You know, people are finding a sense of safety and security in medical articles and journals that they're reading. People are finding a sense of safety and security in um, the leaders that they follow. They're listening to their beliefs because it helps them make sense of everything. People are finding a sense of safety and security through um, certain types of resources. Like we're all looking for a sense of safety and security, whether you're conscious of it or you're unconscious of it, you are. And so it is that much more important for us as leaders to show up in responsible ways, knowing that people are highly impressionable, which is why I shared at the very beginning of this podcast, it, these are my opinions. Use your discernment. Take what resonates, leave out the rest. And if nothing resonates, don't believe anything I'm saying. I urge you to not. In fact, I urge you to, to listen, to observe, and then to take that space and create that, that time and that space for you to just be with you, to uncover what you feel to be true in this moment, what you feel to be true for yourself. This is a time where we are all being urged to trust ourselves, which is interesting because I, you know, uh, for those of you who have been listening for a while, I spent 14 days in the Amazon jungle in Peru last year as part of my year-long uh, deep, deep, deep dive with plant medicine to heal myself. Uh, I was, had a lot of um, physical and, and mental stuff that I was dealing with. And in those 14 days in the Amazon jungle, I was on a dieta, meaning that we were drinking medicine every other day. Um, my phone was completely off. It didn't work. I had no technology. I had one book um, because you have to be very careful of all the things that you're inputting. I had a coloring book and basically I was just sitting in silence most of the time. The environment was very, very challenging. The most challenging environment I've ever, ever lived in ever. I mean, there's like spiders the size of your hand all over my wooden and bamboo tombo where I slept on a single moldy as fuck mattress um, covered with a 
a, like a mosquito bed sheet that would be super hot at night trying to sleep, pitch black at night, no lights, only just my little headlamp to walk around. I'd pee in a bucket in the middle of the night. There was bats. I mean, it was very challenging. And in that time, I was pushed into an environment that forced me to learn to trust myself really fucking fast. And so it feels now like that was prep for what's happening right now. And some of you might've felt that lesson last year too, the lesson to, to really trust yourself because everything changes when you start to trust yourself. I didn't actually understand all the ways in which I didn't trust myself. Perfection is a symptom of, of a lack of self-trust. You don't trust yourself enough, so you're going to try and perfect everything and manipulate everything so that you feel safe. It's also this lack of safety and security. When you trust yourself, you create that sense of safety and security within yourself. So right now, in the midst of this pandemic, we are being called to create that sense of safety and security within ourselves, to trust ourselves. And through that, we rise as leaders. Through that, we get to serve from a place of abundance, not scarcity. Through that, we get to contribute to our conscious collective because we are contributing to ourselves. So just think about that. Now, as promised, I want to offer you five steps to responsible leadership. So this is a really great way um, for you to shift from reacting to things um, to responding to things, to show up as an authentic compassionate, caring leader who can actually connect with your audience and your community by seeing them where they're at versus thinking you're above that and trying to bring them to where you are. The best way to lead people right now is to see them where they're at, to acknowledge them for where they're at, and then really support them in getting to where, them to where they need to be. That's it. But it doesn't, we cannot do that by just being up, uh, holding ourselves to a higher regard. So the five steps are one, pause. Take a beat, pause and breathe. Just stop everything. The second step is reflect. So ask yourself, why? Why am I doing this right now? Why am I? choosing to host a live right now? Why am I creating this offer right now? Reflect. The third step is observe. So then after you ask yourself why, observe what's coming up for you. Because some of what's coming up might be the shit that's triggering you. If you ask yourself why you're, you're creating something, oh, because I feel like I should be. Or why am I going live? Because everyone else is. So observe what comes up. The fourth step is to adapt. So after you reflect, pause, after you reflect, after you observe, adapt your actions. So maybe going live right now isn't going to best serve other people because it, it doesn't serve you at all. And you would be pouring from an empty cup. Maybe creating that offer is that you think is going to serve people is actually you creating an offer out of a, a sense of scarcity. So adapt. Or maybe what you're doing is actually feels aligned, but you just have to shift the way in which your messaging is around it. 
when we adapt right now, what I'm talking, what I'm speaking to really is to ensure that what you're doing is morally aligned. And by morally aligned, I mean aligned with your personal innate morals and values. And it feels socially responsible for this moment in time. And then the fifth step is to respond. So after you pause, after you reflect, after you observe, after you adapt, now you're in a position to respond, not react. And that is how we show up as responsible leaders. So I want you to put those five steps to the test every day. Take a moment to pause. Take a moment to reflect on your actions by asking yourself why. Take a moment to observe what's coming up after you ask yourself why. Take a moment to adapt and ensure that what you're doing is morally aligned and socially responsible. And then respond with your action. That's how we show up as responsible leaders. This pandemic is with us. We get to adapt to it. We get to learn how to best live and thrive through this time. And we also get to show up for ourselves in greater ways than ever, because that is how we will actually effectively show up for the collective. So if you're feeling pressured to lead during this time, pause, reflect, observe, adapt, and respond. You have to, you have to understand whether or not the pressure that you're feeling is a false sense of pressure from a false sense of urgency, or if there's actually a real need. And that need still um, aligns with your morals, with your values that you can give from a full cup, that you are being socially responsible, that you are being a responsible leader. So those are my thoughts. You can agree or not agree. I don't give a fuck. I just wanted to share this with you. Um, I want to say thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Today's Thought Leader, where I am challenging you to rise up, speak up, and create a movement. If you are interested in hearing more about this, then keep an eye on my Instagram because I'll be announcing the next New World Leaders training coming soon. So keep an eye there at I am Ruby. If you love this episode, please be sure to download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. Help me spread the word. Help me reach more people. Your ratings and reviews and downloads do matter. Please support me in downloading a few episodes, dropping a rating and review. If you have a question about this specific episode or you want to share your number one takeaway from this episode, please shoot me a text at 1-781-336-0160. And just remember to quote episode 172 in the text message. Uh, when you text me, you'll get one automated response or two automated response where it's going to ask you to add your number to my phone book. But then after that, once you've added your number and your name to my phone book, you will be texting directly with me. I absolutely love keeping in touch with my community in this way. So shoot me a text. And then finally, I am on all social media platforms. My handle is at I am Ruby. 
Now make sure you check back next Monday for a new episode of Today's Thought Leader where you will learn how to biohack the right way with Oremas Judka. It's a great episode, super relevant for, for right now. It's going to help you take better care of yourself and do so from the comfort of your own home, which is great. Uh, thank you so much, thought leaders.